Hi everyone, I'm Derek from Sidara. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to another episode of our Cybersecurity Whiteboard Series. Today we're going to talk about Managed Detection and Response, or MDR, versus Extended Detection and Response, or XDR. What they are, how they differ, and why it matters to you. So MDR, or Managed Detection and Response, uh, has been around for a long time. Uh, Sadar was founded on these principles that cybersecurity monitoring uh, has to have detection capabilities uh, and response capabilities built into it. Uh, a well-trained attacker these days, are once they get into an environment, are going to be able to accomplish what they want to do within the first hour of being in there or do some significant damage. Uh, if you're not in a position to detect and respond to that in less than that time frame, then you're already significantly behind. Uh, Sadar has been doing this for the better part of 10 years. So we continue to make these practices uh, better and better. Uh, and now we're starting to uh, apply the XDR practices uh, to these concepts. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second. So uh, let's talk about MDR. So MDR is a function or a service. It's not uh, defined by a single technology. It's, it's, uh, it's defined by what the intended outcome is supposed to be based on that. So we use different technologies in it, but it's really a, it's still an approach based around this concept of what do you want to detect and how do you want to respond to those. It's also typically service-based. So as I mentioned, Sadara has been doing this for the better part of a decade. Uh, we do this for, for clients all around the world, running 24-7 operations, um, at doing this detection and response capabilities, and we've built many, many programs based on this. But it's typically a, a service-driven concept. Uh, certainly you could do this with internal teams uh, with the same concept, but typically MDR is referred to as, a, as an external uh, service. At the end of the day, uh, it's really about data collection and the ability to investigate and respond the basics. Uh, so what you want to be able to do is, is analyze what's going on in your environment through various uh, data collection uh, tool sets, uh, identify if uh, just behavior is happening or, or, or things are happening that shouldn't be happening in your environment, and then be able to respond to those. Our response mechanisms can vary all over the place, but typically you're looking at blocking IP addresses on your firewall, inbound and outbound, uh, blocking URLs on your spam filter or your content filter. Um, being able to identify if an account is compromised and activities happen happening with it and being able to disable that account, reset their password, ensure their VPN access is disabled, uh, and then from there typically invoke your incident response plan uh, to understand uh, if uh, further action is really required, further investigation or, or further response actions are really required, or do you need to, to document this as, a, as an actual incident, um, or do you turn that uh, uh, user back into service? So those are the, what we'd consider uh, basic investigative and response capabilities. It involves the data collection from the common angles. Uh, so typically what you're talking about is real-time data being generated from the environment uh, being collected, usually into a SIM, uh, uh, SIM tool or log collection uh, system. Uh, so you're collecting real-time logs from domain controllers for authentication success and failure and user creation and management and group changes, uh, real-time firewall logs uh, relating to firewall changes, which are very important, but also the traffic that is flowing through through those. Um, it could also it also certainly includes uh, cloud-based logs and SaaS services, right? You're talking Azure uh, instances and Azure AD itself and AWS instances and and any other uh, many other SaaS-based uh, systems now have uh, ingestion mechanisms to be able to collect and analyze activity for those, even though they're uh, cloud-based services. So again, pulling all those common angles together to analyze them for 
uh, threats and being able to respond to them. With that data collection, you know, we mentioned uh, SIM is a, is a very common one, very important one to be able to pull all that data together. Uh, typically, we're also looking at uh, EDR tools uh, to be able to analyze process and executable detonation on workstations and servers and things of that nature to understand what the, uh, the process level capabilities are going on. Um, you're also talking about uh, typically network, network level investigation. So I'll, I'll lump network intrusion detection in there. Uh, but at the same time, uh, being able to launch ad hoc packet captures and look for specific things when you're when you're investigating uh, what sometimes is a could be a, a quite complex uh, uh, threat in, in your environment. So, so you're looking at those three angles: uh, typically logs, again behavioral uh, um, endpoint and workstation and server logs uh, or activity on the process and executable side, and also the network level level visibility. Uh, typically, what we say at Sadara is we want to know down to the mouse click uh, what happened and if it's a threat or if we need to do something about it. That's our goal when we talk about these. So when you look at your tool sets, it can certainly be a much more than those three. But if, as long as you can answer that question down to the mouse click or down to the action that took place, uh, how that action happened, who actually did it, where's the accountability, and was it legitimate or does it re require response action? So uh, obviously with that all said, it, it requires a minimum set of tools. You have to have at least some basic, basics in there to be able to do these sorts of things, although you can do it many different ways. All right, so let's talk a little bit about XDR, uh, extended uh, detection and response. So this is a concept and a, 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 and a strategy-driven uh, type of approach. Um, it's uh, it's in, uh, essentially it's bringing MDR to a, uh, to, to a new level. It's not redefining it necessarily, but it is taking these concepts and understanding how do we make this data more valuable and more applicable to the services, to the environment, to the business. Um, it's, at the end of the day, it's really about um, enhancing your threat detection, uh, reducing your time to respond, and making your response uh, actions more effective. Uh, and what that's going to uh, effectively give you is a, is a better security program when you can reduce all of those things. So how do we do that? So automated data enrichment. So what is that? So what that means is taking some of the behavioral data and actions that we're recording and, and analyzing and automatically uh, looking to see if there is more information about that type of concept uh, from different angles. Uh, a very simple one is taking the hash value from an EDR tool about a, a, an executable that has run on a system. Uh, you know, one of the common ones is looking for unsigned applications that are running. Uh, typically, uh, <clears throat> this is the sort of thing you want to keep an eye on. Is not necessarily uh, in, in indicative of malicious uh, applications or activity, but if you don't uh, allow unsigned uh, systems or uh, uh, unsigned applications to run in your environment, if you have them, you, you typically want to check it. So one of the, the very simple ones you can do is automatically checking hash values for unsigned applications against things like VirusTotal, uh, which, may, uh, which are going to tell you who else has seen this thing, where else has it run, where is it, what is it commonly associated with, and you can very quickly have a whole bunch of additional information about things that are running in your environment to help you identify if this is uh, 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 appropriate uh, or if it warrants uh, invoking a response mechanism such as blacklisting the hash or uh, isolating the dev device or things of that nature. Uh, so those are very simple but this can also get very very complex in the data enrichment and it's really about again it's about thinking about all the data you're collecting and understanding what else would we need to do to know if this data is important. If you see an RDP session happen at a particular time uh, that might not by itself be indicative of uh, an action, but if you can automatically uh, know that, that a remote desktop connection 
for an administrator uh, happens when that user is not on shift at that time, that's additional context, right? That's thinking about things that shouldn't be there and automatically saying, well, this it's three in the morning, this person works nine to five, that's a problem. And automatically dis disconnecting that session and disabling that user account. And that's the sort of thing that's typically indicative of, uh, uh, of, of malicious activity or a compromised account, right? If you don't call that person and they answer the phone, know exactly what you're talking about, then chances are you have a compromised account that you're, that you're dealing with there. And, uh, it, and, and someone, uh, uh, probably in your network doing things you don't want them to be doing. Another key element here is better alignment with business practices. And as I mentioned, that's a perfect example of, of how to create better context and how we do these sorts of things. Is And this is really about taking these tools uh, and then spending time to understand how a business operates. What's important to them? Where Where is their important data? Or what, you know, how, how do you make money and how do we protect that? And a lot of times, the, you know, the basic ones are things like looking at your hours of operation. You know, if our, our normal operation is only in a set period of time, we can pretty safely say that changes in administrative actions outside of that time warrant additional investigation. So that's aligning business practices with how we're tuning our tools, but then also doing things like automatically taking, uh, say, for example, domain administrator group membership and feeding those into those rules to say, anytime that group changes, we need to adjust these rules to make sure that we're always looking for the most up-to-date activity for that domain, th that list of domain administrators. And when that changes, that doesn't matter. We've already accounted for that. So that's how, you know, that's how you're, you're aligning your, your tools and your approach with your business practices and you're adding more context and you're adding more value. So what that means is it's gonna vary per, per organization. Every organization is, is different. They have different op hours of operation. They have different different skill sets, uh, different data and, and systems are important, important to them. Uh, sometimes the more, most important ones are internal and sometimes that's an out, you know, the most important concepts are, are SaaS based, are outside or are hosted or are third party. And you have to really you know, align your focus on what you're protecting and what you're monitoring with what's uh, most important to that organization. You also have a cross-platform approach. I mean, that's kind of inherent by all the examples I have just given. You know, we, ha we have a, a, a set of tools that we use and then we have additional context tools uh, that you know, some of which are, very, are proprietary to Sadara's offering. We have a, a cybersecurity appliance that we deploy in an environment to help pull all of these things together, help automatically assess uh, things out of Active Directory, how to automatically kick off uh, full packet capture when we're doing investigations, uh, and how to uh, uh, automatically handle a lot of these things with proprietary services and technologies that we've developed. Um, so it's, it's not about a particular set of just tools. You can't just go buy uh, an XDR tool uh, and, and think you're gonna be able to uh, do all of these things without taking a lot of the business practices and other tool sets and other concepts into, into context. And then it's looking at static and non-static data. I've already kind of given a couple examples of this that the non-static data is really the logs, it's behavior, it's activity there that's going on. Uh, so it's, non it's constantly changing, right? You're constantly monitoring that sort of thing. But the static data is the context that you're adding to it, right? That's going out to virus total and pulling that data, that's static data, that hash, whatever information that is available about that hash is likely not changing in real time. Uh, that's also things like looking at the domain administrator's group list or enterprise admins or schema admins or, or the finance security group, right? That's, those are the sorts of things that don't typically change on a daily basis. But when they do change, they can be very, very important and we wanna make sure we're automatically aligning all the rest of these things to how we're analyzing and responding to that, uh, that change in the static data. So that's a very important concept to XDR is being able to take 
a look at what is not changing all that often and understand how it applies to the things that are changing constantly or the behavior within your environment. So that's one of the most powerful uh, aspects of XDR and where you get the extended from is that you're pulling data from different areas uh, that normally we weren't doing before, but now we're starting to look at how it applies to the business, how it may affect or indicate to us that there's an issue or activity going on from a security or access perspective that really shouldn't be there and make it much more accurate, reduce your number of false positives, reduce the number of alarms you're actually investigating because when they come up, they should be very detailed. You should have a lot more information and they should align with exactly what you defined as your business practice and your operating model. What that is gonna to translate to is reduced time to respond and more effective response capabilities. I hope this video was informative and helpful and we'll see you again soon. Thank <laughs> you.